Hashtag we love number one sports digital radio station in Africa. Africa. And uh, like I said, uh, we're going to chat uh, to the coach that has won the inaugural SA20. And uh, that is uh, Adrian Burrell, the coach of Sunrisers Eastern Cape. Uh, like I said, we've had issues with technology, but he's finally joined us. Uh, Adrian, good morning and thank you for joining us. Uh, it's a pleasure and honor. <laughs> nice to, nice to, thanks for having me on. Thank you for yeah, availing yourself uh, to us. Uh, last week we had uh, one of your players, Aya Kamane, just chatting to us about you know your team winning the tournament. Um, and um, yeah, what a fantastic feat, first of all, for, for you and your, your staff, um, a lot of local staff as well. Um, I'm sure you must be really proud of uh, you know, managing to, to pull that uh, first um, uh, uh, SA20 in South Africa. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Sorry, man. <laughs> We're struggling here. Yeah. We, we, we struggling. Sorry. <laughs> we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah, I was, I was, I was saying, um, first of all, congratulations for, to you and your side, uh, um, a co coaching side that was made up of, of a lot of uh, local coaches. You must be really proud of what you guys have done um, over the course um, of um, the month in um, the, the first uh, SA20. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, you know, we did have local coaches, uh, not very many big names other than Dale Stain. Yeah. Um, but it didn't start very well. We lost our first two games. Yeah. And uh, and then had to regroup. And uh, you know how it is. Uh, you know, it's how you finish and not how you start. So yeah. we, we finished strong and, and eventually ended up winners. So, you know, I'm delighted with that. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's the fascinating part of for me to, to talk to you about when you didn't start the tournament well and um, it seems like it's a, it's a record of yours as well that um, in some of the trophies that you've won as well recently, um, things haven't started well. But what is the key of managing a side when you're not winning well, maintaining the belief and your philosophy going forward into the tournament? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to worry when we win the first game in a tournament because then <laughs> we probably won't win the trophy. Um, <laughs> Because the last few games, last few tournaments, um, we've lost the first two at least. And with Hampshire, I lost the first four. Or my sure. team lost the first four and ended up winning. We, we ended up being unbeaten after that except for one loss. Um, but, yeah, it's a matter of trying to look for the right combinations and the right uh, style of play. And so you have to tweak a lot, uh, you know, if things aren't going well. Uh, and, you know, I think we were... We were a side that chopped and changed quite a lot. We only played the same two teams until in the final. The rest of the time, there was a change every single match. Mm. Um, so it's you know it's quite a challenge to find what the right combinations are yeah. when things aren't going well. And then uh, it, you know we, we we struggled almost throughout. We went we didn't, we had two very good games. One against Mumbai Indians yeah. uh, in the first match. The second match. Marco Janssen basically won it for us yeah. uh, from a you know from an impossible position, yeah. and then uh, we had a very good game against uh, DSG Durban uh, Super Giants yeah. uh, in in PE yeah. where we got over 200, and that was above par. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the time we sort of struggled, and even the games we won. Well, we had another good game against Paul uh, Royals in uh, in Paul. Yeah, uh, you know that was a good game. We bowled him out for less than 130, yeah. and managed to win. So, yeah, but you know, all along we weren't at our best, and we were at our best certainly in the semi-final, and then uh, again in the final. But I must say, we did have 
the better of the conditions in the final. Yeah. I think we got a bit lucky there because uh, we weren't sure yeah. uh, whether to bat or bowl. Um, coach, when it comes to, um, I mean, these tournaments... I'm, which... in the, I'm in the bush in the Eastern Cape as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, just for those... Um, who don't know, he's, uh, he's also a farmer as well, um, outside of uh, being a cricket coach. So you'll find him uh, in the sticks of the Eastern Cape, <laughs> plowing away. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, when it comes to these tournaments, I mean, we've seen the rise of um, T20 competitions, franchise cricket around um, the world now. And um, generally, teams will have about what, a week or two preparation before uh, meeting the players and all that stuff. How hard is it to, first of all, build that chemistry? I mean, it's, um, you've spoken about chopping and changes, trying to find those combinations. What's the, what's the trick in almost like shortcutting that, uh, um, that phase of getting to know the players, knowing their strengths and weaknesses, and yet you're also required to perform in the early stages of a tournament? Yeah, that is always very tricky. Um, you know, you don't the players don't know each other, and I certainly don't know all the players. Although, you know, I, I do have a bit of an advantage uh, because I coach in England, uh, sort of. Uh, you know, so I see a lot of those English players and was able to choose some clever picks. I think yeah. with you know the likes of Rossington mm. um, that I see, uh, you know, in England. So you know, I knew what he was capable of. Mm. Um, and also uh, Rula van Amerva, mm-hmm. you know, he plays against my teams and I see his performances. So, um, but, so I do get to know those foreign players where others probably wouldn't have known their mm. foreign players very well. Yeah. Um, I do, you know, I also coached um, Rossington at under-19 level. Mm. Um, Fuller and Crane, who played for me, play for Hampshire as well. Yeah. Um Bryden Cass, I knew from a, a youngster here in Port Elizabeth. He's a local born and bred player. He plays for Durham in England. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, quite a few of those players I, I knew already. Uh, and also the South African players, mostly, I knew, you know, I knew most of them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we to gel as a team, uh, it takes some doing to do it over a very short space of time. Uh, I brought them to my farm here. We did a couple of sort of culture uh, sort of exercises mm. um, that you know, on that sort of day and then had a nice braai here mm. and the before going back to PE. Yeah. But it's basically sitting with every player and having a cup of tea with them and having a chat and mm. uh, get to know them a little bit more than just what, the, you know, what disciplines they are good at in yeah. With their, with their cricket, it's getting to know them as people mm-hmm. um, and encouraging the players to not have dinner with the same players every mm-hmm. every night is to make sure that they get to know each other mm-hmm. and uh, and that's that kind of thing to get a you know to get a, a group of eighteen players to gel yeah. uh, it does take a little bit of work yeah. and maneuvering yeah. and uh, we were able to do that I think yeah. Um, and um, as a coach, I mean, you've just mentioned an important part there is how do you manage a squad of 18, uh, keeping somehow keeping everyone happy in, in a quick tournament? I mean, it's only a month and um, you're not always sure when you're going to fit in everyone. But um, what's, the, what's the recipe of keeping a squad of 18 happy? Um, 
it's tricky because you're only picking 11. <laughs> so there are quite a few not playing. Yeah. And, you know, coupled with that, you've got some very good overseas players not playing. Mm. Um, I didn't sort of get uh, a feeling that there were too many that were swimming against the tide. Yeah. They all, you know, brought into the team ethic mm. and, uh, you know, it, it kept on uh, beating the same drum that, you know, all 18 lift the trophy at the end of the, the tournament, not yeah. the 11 that play. Yeah. And everyone's got an equal uh, importance from yeah. player 1 to 18. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're playing or not. Everyone has a contribution to make yeah. and everyone has to. So, you know, that that's a kind Hello, <laughs> I'm back again. <laughs> yeah, just making sure that we continue to beat that same drum all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, just uh, probably... Um, our last uh, two questions from from my side. Uh, first of all, again, thank you so much for veiling. I know we've battled through um, this conversation to to be where we are um, at the moment. Um, if I had to ask you, if I had to ask you just a final question, um, going now, um, you've been around South African cricket for a while now. Um, you still coach um, in Hampshire. And of course, um, with, well, I apologize for mentioning your age, 62 years old, all the experience. Um, you managed to win the tournament, um, Mzanti Super League with Paul Rocks. Now you've done it for the first time with uh, Sunrise's Eastern Cape. Um, yet you still applied for the South African job. Where is coaching going for you? Are you still loving and enjoying franchise cricket and being involved in everything that you do? Yes, I do. Uh, you know, I enjoy Hampshire. Hampshire's a, a full-on job for seven months. You know, they play a lot of cricket. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of at the coalface. I did apply for the South African test job. Um, you know, I was, I was a bit disappointed I didn't get that. But, you know, uh, you know that's you know that's part of life, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, I, I'll continue coaching. I, I don't feel like I'm 62. Yeah. <laughs> I... Uh, and you know, as, as long as the as long as I'm successful and the yeah. jobs come my way, I'll con I'll continue, you know, doing what I do. So yeah. um, I'm in my fifth year at Hampshire. Yes. Um, I'm in their hands. I don't know how long I'll continue. Yeah. It might be my last year. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'll have to look for other work in England um, because I don't think there's work for me here. Yeah. So. Um, you know, that's just how it is. And uh, fortunately, uh, I can get work in England. So uh, I'll probably be working in England and doing the, this job in the Eastern Cape, uh, the Sunrisers. And uh, I'm sure I'll have a job with the Sunrisers next year. Yeah. Well, um, so we'll see. <laughs> We'll see where that takes us. <laughs> uh, as a champion, uh, we hope that you can uh, come back and uh, and defend your title. Um, um, I've had the privilege, of course, of of uh, gaining a bit of, uh, or at least chatting to you about the game, and I know the experience that you have. And uh, I got to say, I was disappointed when I didn't see your name in one of those roles. And uh, maybe with even the high performance roles being given, uh, I don't know if that's something that you'll be interested in. Um, because uh, with all the experience that you've gathered around the world, I think South African cricket would definitely um, be gaining a lot um, with what you've, you've shared with your players and your teams that have been successful. And 
of course, I think um, um, some people, the likes of I have mentioned, you being involved in the trenches as well, development of cricket in the Eastern Cape. So you've definitely got a lot to offer South African cricket. And uh, the powers that be, hopefully, can uh, hear us and, and hear that um, there is an experienced coach who is looking to, to add his, his value in South African cricket. No, thank you for your kind words, Nono. I appreciate that. And uh, I'm, I always wanted to have you in one of my teams. It never worked out, but I'm not finished yet, and nor are you. Uh, as a coach, maybe <laughs> one day. I'll, I'll see. <laughs> thank you so much, uh, Adrian Burrell. That is okay, the, Nono. Thank you so much. That is thank Adrian. you very much. Thank you. That's the, this is Vision View Sports Radio.